Hello. Oh, okay. I was... Okay. Hello. Welcome to the very first episode of Gen Z's Intellectual Haven. Uh, My name is Nixon Loves. I am the creator, producer, recorder. Basically, this is just a one-woman show of me starting a podcast up again that actually looks a lot better um, quality. And wow, it's pretty incredible how easy I'm able to just turn on a positive presence when I know in my mind that there may be people who are watching this. But a few seconds beforehand, I was just talking about how I... Or not talking, I was having thoughts in my head thinking about killing myself again. I'm not going to, if anyone fucking cared. Anywho, yeah, I was going to wait to record this episode on... Saturday or Friday actually because I plan on working on Saturday and I kind of you know would like to actually have some positivity starting the podcast but fuck it we're starting it now because I have no one to fucking talk to bruh I tried call and and let me let me backtrack let me backtrack because I there are things I want to get to in this episode is the first episode but the biggest thing is that I just I had a shit day, as most of us do, and most people, when they have a shit day, usually have someone they can confide in and talk to, and I do have someone like that, I'm not, you know, I'm not completely alone, I was a few months ago, so let me keep in mind that I actually have a good friend, they're just on vacation right now, and I'm not trying to I just want her to enjoy her vacation, and I know that eventually we'll talk about the drama that's going on in my life, so I just want her to do her own thing. Her name's Brooke. Shout out to Brooke. Brooke's probably going to listen to this, because Brooke's my only friend, period. And and of course, there are other people I can talk to. You know, If I really wanted to talk to another human being, I could, I, could, I could finagle that. I should really look up what that word means. I don't like saying words I don't really know the real definition of. Like Hobnocker for my Carly. I never used that. I wanted to because it sounded cool, but I wondered to myself, what does it actually mean? That could be a whole slur. Anywho. Yeah. So to backtrack. Yeah, I was planning on recording this episode on Friday. I was going to make it nice and organized. I was going to um, just have an introduction, mainly talk about myself and what this podcast means to me and how I actually have a, a kind of better setup than I did when I had my first podcast, 18 and Trying, which was, I think, three episodes, maybe four, and it was recorded all on my iPhone. I put the episodes up on YouTube. And, and honestly, you know, that's just, you know, to anyone who wants to start something, just start shitty. Start as shitty as you can. And so then, when you progress, people will think you really improved. When you really didn't. Like, this is not really an improvement. And no, it is. It is. But it's not a very good improvement. But it's an improvement, so people will notice that. And that's what I I keep in mind now. You know, when I start something, I'm like, you know, if I start shitty as possible, then it's just going to look better when I when I level up, period. But, yeah, I just... I guess I'll just talk about why I'm starting another podcast and why I'm actually going to commit to it this time. Um, Because I am, well, at first I thought I was an extrovert, but I went to a basement show. Uh, I'm from Jersey, so I went to a basement show in New Brunswick, which is, I think, central Jersey. Um, Does it even exist? 
Oh, I'll strike. Oh, ow. Oh, wait. Does it even exist? Whoa. Okay, come on, editing. Come on, um. Let me not hide myself up. I'm really just talking to myself, and I'm not even sure if that was heard. I tried to play a laughing track. I'm just gonna say that in case it was not heard. Um, let me not mess with the sound effects today. Honestly, I planned on just uploading episodes every week, but I'm having a feeling I'm not going to do that. Well, let's just see how this goes. We're already four minutes in. At first, I thought I was going to make these episodes 30 minutes, but I think an hour is probably best. This is all over the place. But honestly, I, I was just about to apologize, but why should I? I Did I promise that this was going to be high-quality, organized entertainment? No, that was pretty much assumed. When you assume, you make an ass out of you and me. Yes, all the teachers fucked with me in high school, period. No, but yeah, I'll lay off the sound effects today. Even though I that's, that's my shit right there. Because I make my own sound effects, honestly. I could just do it myself, but I'm just... Again, this was not a good day, so let me just talk about that. Um, but yeah, I do plan... I hope that these episodes become more organized in the future. That I can have like at least like two segments or at least organize it and structure in a way where it's not just me rambling for as long as I am. But honestly, I'm good at that too, so... <laughs> I can do that, and I can fuck your bitch. I'm sorry, I shouldn't. I'm. I really forgot this was being recorded, and I should be looking at. Yeah, I used to have a YouTube channel in middle school, and I tried to revamp it in high school. Isn't that surprising on how my presence is on this? Anywho, um. So I guess I'll just get into. You know, of course, I want to be as open and honest as possible, but I'm not trying to expose anyone at anyone. It's really not that deep. I doubt a lot of people are going to be watching this at first, but I guess I well, looking from what I'm looking at the title, I guess I'll just talk about, you know, how I was feeling today. I feel like give or take maybe 20 minutes before I started recording, I was just thinking, because I had to go get gas because I plan on getting a tattoo tomorrow and it's in Philly and you have to, you know, you have to put gas in the car to drive and, you know, the toll and I don't have cash because I had to cancel my card because there was fraud and, like, I cut off my parents so, like, I can't really talk to them and that's probably the biggest thing I should start with. So I, I made the decision. I'm, I've been making a lot of decisions lately, but I made the decision to cut off both of my biological parents. Not that, you know, they still exist to me. I still, I live in the same houses that I acknowledge their existence, but they are not my parents. And to, and to keep it a buck with you, they were never my parents to begin with in terms of what I define being a parent and actually raising a child. So yes, I'm 50% of both of them. I can't change genetics, but I can change who I give the label of mo- mom and dad to. Because yeah, they're my mother and my father, but they're not my mom and dad. And and it was and it wasn't really that hard to make the decision with my father. We didn't really even have a relationship at all, so that was really just me just making a declaration. But with my mother, it was very. 
painful not in the sense of wow i'm really losing my mother it was just me making the realization damn i never had a mother to begin with i just thought i did because she's the lesser of two evils she's the better parent compared to my father and so just realizing that as we were talking it really hurt and just you know being an adult now and able to really like I think my I just I just think I used like I think I was a smart kid growing up and now I'm just you know I'm a smart adult like I could just see everything so clearly in terms of when she would like project and deflect and gaslight and all her toxic behaviors as they were happening in real time I was just able to catch them and like as she was doing them I'm like I'm just thinking to myself yeah this is the right decision even though it's super painful and it makes my life a little more complicated it is the right decision that's going to help me in the future so right now it's going to be hard and of course I, I made this decision a few days ago everything is still fresh but but yeah but I will say, I think there's hope for my mother. I just don't feel like thinking about her or her emotional well-being and her childhood trauma. It's like, I can just from how we talked, I can just tell she, has, she hasn't even started to, to do the work of working through her childhood trauma. And she's about to turn 50. So for me to even think that she's able to even re- think about our relationship and like work through that, like it's going to take time. And I'm just not going to wait around for her. I'm not going to, you know, deny her if she genuinely chains, changes. But I don't see that happening anytime soon. And I'm really just trying to be, and I keep repeating this in my mind, I'm trying to be smart, strong, and focused. And I think it's, and I think, I usually think of things in threes and just that, that, that trinity right now is what I'm really trying to hold on to because being smart I don't really have to think about being smart in terms of unless I'm making a decision to do something and being um strong I just have to be emotionally strong which I I think I've always kind of been sorry my love sorry this is this is a mess but you know I'm I'm vibing with it but I promise the next actually I'm not gonna promise anything because I really like to keep my promises and I don't know what the future brings period but going back to what I was saying with my my mother basically I, I don't want to get into it too much honestly because we had the conversation what's done is done and now it's just you know the awkward stage of the awkward phase of figuring out how to navigate a household when you no longer want to recognize your biological parents as your parents and I try to respect them. Actually, let me not lie. I was going to say I try to respect them as much as I can. But that was being petty to my father today. Let me not lie. But but it wasn't conscious pettiness. It was more in the sense of... Okay, so let me talk about what happened today. So I told my parents to not... So I... Okay, I have to keep in mind that the person listening knows nothing about my life. I recently adopted a kitten. Her name is Nea. She's about four months. She's a baby. So, of course, I okay, we don't even really need to talk about her. But going, well, we will, but not in this episode. So going back. So my father, my biological father, his name's Gilbert. Gilbert fed her. I, I think he thought she was hungry and he fed her food, but not food. He fed her a whole plate of treats. And obviously, she's a kitten, so 
one, that's not good for her health. I want Naya to live as long as possible. And two, I told you to not feed her. I would handle that. I adopted her. I will feed her. To even backtrack, he made a whole, to backtrack, he made a whole stink about her, me even adopting her when I didn't ask for money or anything. So the fact that you're even doing this is just frustrating. So I, you know, I went in his room, I asked him, what is this? And, and I, I asked him, do you feed her? He said, yes. And I said, you, you fed her treats. And he said, who? And the fact that he's not even engaged in the conversation where I'm clearly visibly angry, I just said, I'm done with the conversation and I walked out. And to most people, that's a, a child being rude. But to me, that's just walking away from the situation. Because either I'm going to just say hurt, I'm, I'm not really going to say anything hurtful to him, but I'm just going to say things that really isn't going to do anything. Or I'm just going to remove myself from the situation and keep moving forward. So I'm just making the decision to keep moving forward. And so today... He needed me to sign some insurance paperwork, and obviously I decided to not take his last name anymore and change my first name, so now I sign Nixon Loves. But apparently, this is alleged, and it might be true, but I just don't trust them, but allegedly I can't sign with a new signature because it's going to fuck up the paperwork, which makes sense to me, but... I, I didn't care. It's like, I don't trust you enough to even believe you when you say that. And also keep in mind with the cat thing. It's like, you have no regard for for what I care about. So why should I have regard for what you care about? And of course, okay, but they're your parents. But it's like, okay, the, our dynamic was never even established like that. So why should I now establish it when you want respect, but not when, you know, I need a shoulder to cry on or someone to talk to? Make it make sense. But I don't even want to really even go into this because it's pointless. And let me and let me th- and, and let me say what really because again a lot of little things happen to me today at work. Like I, I work at a call center and I I can have a whole, a whole episode about that. But it was you know it was a little stressful today. I went over to uh, Brooke's house to make sure that her cat was okay and. He scratched me, so that kind of killed my vibe a little bit. And 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 recently, I made the decision to go see a psychic for the first time. And, you know, I, I started with uh, a $10 reading. And I, I saw a, a psychic named Patricia, and she gave me a reading. And I was surprised. I wasn't blown away. I wasn't, you know, but I was shocked by what she had to say. So I decided to go back because, you know, she, I, I don't want to share my reading. That's, it's pretty private to me, but I just decided to go back was the point. So I go back and then, you know, she tells me it's going to cost, or well, no, she didn't tell me when I went back. She told me during the first reading because I made the decision to go back at that first reading. So she told me it was going to be about like $165, which is a good amount of money, but I had that money. So I figured, you know, why not? And, and that's just me. I don't really stress about money like that. I know how to budget properly. I know what expenses I need to get paid each month and what I can kind of let slide. So it doesn't like that isn't really shocking to me. And so, you know, I I paid her and then I saw her again and and she's, you know, she's telling me more information. And even today she said that, you know, there's more work to be done this that and the third and she told me the materials I would need would cost two thousand dollars now 
when I heard that. You know what I thought initially? I th- The first thing I thought was just, wow, I don't have that money. It wasn't even a thing of, wow, she's a scammer or wow, this is, it's just, I don't have the money. And that's what really frustrated me. It's not that she was charging a large amount. Call me naive, call me dumb. I don't give a fuck because I really, I believe in God. I believe in spirituality. I believe in that. The things she were telling me was making sense, but it's just, I don't have the money. And that's what, and that's what really frustrates me about being an American. And it's just, and again, like one, when you're in America, you think America's the whole world. So even I remember just thinking to myself, like, I hate life. I hate existence. I hate the world. But then I took a second. I'm like, what if I just hate being in America? I don't know if the whole world is like this, but I assume, the, you know, the rest of the parts of the world have their own problems. I think we're just, we're just trying, I think we're shown and we're brainwashed that America has the least amount of problems. So the problems are, you know, not really important but it's brainwashing and you know I mean I would definitely consider moving out of the states I can't afford to right now but I would definitely consider it but it just had me thinking as to if you really have if you really monetize and make people pay for every part of life why not let give people let them have the choice to kill themselves honestly and okay trigger warning I should genuinely trigger warning because i am but you know the the episode title but trigger warning because i am talking about suicide killing yourself explicit content but it's just like yeah i think the term is euthanasia i could be wrong and i also don't want to i just want to be in this moment right now but yeah it's like the people who are against that why it's like it's so expensive to just exist just let people die first of all it controls population and two it's like okay, you're forcing me to pay these things. You have to pay taxes. You have to pay this, that, and the third. You have to pay rent or some type of thing to just get shelter. So why not give people the choice to just kill themselves? I don't get it. And that seems a little extreme, but it's like really, and again, again, it's just like, think about all the things that are monetized. Everything is monetized nowadays. Every company, not every company, most companies are trying to capitalize on people. It's fucking exhausting. I don't want to live in a world like that. But it's like, that's not the whole world. It's just America. But of course, other countries, other places, they have their bullshit too. So it's like, it's bullshit all around. And I guess, no, there are probably some places where civilization is pretty all right compared to you know the states and such but yeah it just doesn't make sense to me because I'm a firm believer and I feel like maybe if I have children I'll feel differently but I'm a firm believer and like I would have preferred to just not exist at all I would have preferred to have been aborted or something like that and again it's explicit I know but it's just how I feel because now I'm at the point where I don't want to kill myself that's a lot of fucking work that's a lot of work and it's just like and one this is coming from a person who's who's had a suicide attempt so it's just like one it's a lot of work two I, I promised myself like the next time I try to kill myself I'm going to for real no playing games and three you know how fucking embarrassing it is to survive a suicide attempt no one wants to do that so it's just like 
and now I'm at a point where now I've just found music so it's like do I really want to do that no and now I'm like I adopted a kitten (laughs) that's and I was thinking to myself that's really my reason reasoning to stay alive one it's just laziness but in two Naya because I adopted her so I have responsibility over her and you know she were left with my parents I don't think that would be very good for her so you know and at least Naya loves me. At least Naya shows me affection. She shows me she loves me. Sure, she does annoying things, but I have to keep in mind she's a kitten. She doesn't know any better. And two, it's like, you know, she'll make mistakes. She's like the least of my worries. So I'm very grateful and fortunate to have a pet. My heart goes out to anyone who genuinely wants a pet and just can't, whether it be you know, where you're staying or the people you're staying with, because I've wanted a a cat for so long, and it wasn't until, you know, I have a job and I'm an adult that I got a pet, and I'm very grateful for that, and, and yeah, so, you know, now I'm just here, now I just decided to record this episode, and just, and I don't know, just have some place to be just have something that's completely mine and of course my music is completely mine but I'm being very I'm using a lot of critical thinking skills in terms of my music because I feel that first impressions are very important and I genuinely want to get it right and I also want to be very strategic about not only my music but how I get out my music my you know like that's my career, you know, so, and and that's, and to this really sum it all, because I think in the beginning of the episode, I talked about, okay, why did I start the, why did I start a new podcast, why am I doing this, it's because I just need a hobby, I just need something that's just fun, shits and giggles, this is not really a serious thing, and I, it's just mine, it's just my own, there's no one who can tell me anything different, of course, people can comment, people can have opinions on this podcast, of course, I think everyone is entitled to their opinion, and I think as an adult, you just have to, you know, you just have to grow up sometimes, and just realize that people are going to say negative things, not everyone is going to like you, that's just being an adult, so it's like, I just wanted something that was my own, I could do whatever I want with it, it's just for fun, I mean, of course, I hope that in time I will make improvements with the podcast, but of course, I just, I just want, I just want something that's mine, I just want something that's not too hard, that's just easy, you know, something to look back on and see where I was a while ago, and now seeing where the mark we're at, I think these are going to be hour-long episodes, and honestly, I might just post a few times a week, don't hold me to that, because I don't know you know, I might feel differently the next day, but I, I will at least post once a week, that, definitely, definitely, uh, and, you know, once I figure out the more technical side in terms of audio and video recording, things will get better, improvements will be made, but like I said, you, you know, you gotta start out, you gotta start out from a bad place, love, and then work your way up, and the people look at you and be like, yeah, she improved, yeah, so that's my tip of the day, um, But yeah, today was just a bad day. I just, you know, coming back from the gas station, I was just thinking like, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to exist. What's the point? I really don't have, I really don't have anything to live for, honestly. And even Naya, it's like, I don't really live for Naya. It's just like, I'm making this decision to just not commit suicide. 
and it's good that I have Naya. That's really it. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, give up, like, you know, Naya saved my life. Like, I'm very grateful to have her. I love her. You know, I, I, I pray that she lives to at least get in her 20s, possibly 30s. But, but yeah, you know, I just, you know, I've been just recently having these thoughts. And, like, I've always had these thoughts, you know. It, it doesn't really ever go away. But I'm just over it. And no, you know what? You know, no, 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 no. Because I know, I know what I can talk about now. Really, no one cares about me, bruh. And I'm not trying to, you know, what was that term? I remember in middle school, high school, there was just some fishing or like fishing for compliments. Or, you know, like when someone says something, but they're really just trying to lead someone to give them a compliment or say something about themselves. I just, because to me, of course, this is my prerogative. In terms of how I genuinely care about people and I show that I care about people, I feel that no one genuinely cares about me in my life. Except maybe like Brooke or or my cousin I've reconnected with. Like I talk with them, they're very kind to me, but it's like I don't have an actual person in my life who genuinely who I, who I can really go to, who I've known for a good amount of time, who I can go to, who I can trust. I really don't have that. And, 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 I, and you know, I have to, you know, and I, and I think to myself that, you know, there are people who who don't have that too. So I'm not alone. So I guess this is why I started this. I'm more so, the idea of Gen Z's intellectual haven was just me picking topics about psychology and philosophy and really just delving deep into it but life happens and then you change directions to make things more about yourself because you require a lot of attention i think that's it i think i just require a lot of attention and the people in my life it's either they just they're just busy with their own lives which is fine you should be your own main character or they just genuinely don't care and so I'm just over it. I've been over it, and I'm still over it, and it's just like, what's even the point of going to work tomorrow? And, you know, I'm supposed to get a tattoo tomorrow. I'm supposed to go to the show this weekend. Like, I have things happening in my life now. Like, beforehand, before, I really wasn't doing anything at all, and that made me miserable because I'm I'm the type of person, I think, that needs to just always be doing something, even if it isn't something really important or isn't something that really has to do with what I'm doing long term I just always need to be doing something and now you know I have a full-time job I'm trying to buy music equipment trying to build my home studio trying to do all these things and and I try to make time for my mental health but I don't really need to make time for it because I think about my mental health and my emotional health all the time And so, yeah, like, I don't know. I think I'm just so used to just, you know, putting on that. I There must be a term or a word for it, but, you know, just putting on that mask of, you know, toxic positivity. It's not really toxic. It's just fake. That level of fakeness where I can, it's like, I don't even have to think about it. Like, when people start talking to me at work, I'm immediately just like, yeah, I'm doing good. This Like, I don't even have to think about it anymore. Like, it's very easy for me to conceal my emotions genuinely. And it just comes from a place of no one really ever 
paying close attention to me as a kid, as an adult, whatever. I'm just... I'm just so tired of existing. I would just prefer not to exi- to exist, honestly. And I could be the biggest podcaster in the world. I could be the biggest musician. I could be an incredible talent to the human race. But if God came down and really said, okay, Nixon, you want to dip? I would say yes. And I, in a heartbeat, yes. Because it's just... Because even if you have... Even if you're wealthy, even if your life seems easy based on material things it there's still life bullshit there's still people suffering and i still think about that and and i don't like using this term it makes me sound pretentious but fuck it i sound pretentious i have so much empathy for people and that's why i think it really kills me that I don't have at least a few people and I'm not talking about friends or just or just like a few even like family members or people like in my life who I feel genuinely care about me I I did have a person like that in my life in childhood and I fucked that up so and you know who you are and I apologize I'm not talking about you um and I also had another person uh when I turned 18 I, I don't think you're watching this, but if you are, I'm, I'm sorry, you know who you are too. So it's like I've had these people and I took them for granted. But, you know, this third time, I think Brooke's my third time and it, I'm not going to mess that up. And I'm just going to be proactive about situations and as, as honest as possible. And I really want hope that we build a strong friendship. That's all you can hope. And... And yeah, I don't know. I'm just I'm just having one of those days. And it's just where it's not one big thing, it's just little things that just get you to your breaking point, but you know, having this is nice and just talking is nice. And I also did, and I was going to mention this tomorrow or Saturday, whenever I was going to record this, that I think that, and it's not really an age thing, because at first I thought it was more so people my age or in their late 20s. I think it's just a people thing, honestly, or a certain type of people thing, where when you're talking about serious topics or, you know, trauma, your relationship with your parents things along those lines, people have this tendency to try to preach to you on what you should do about the situation. And I'm trying to think if I've ever really done that. I don't think I've ever done that in any scenario. Just preach. Unless someone asked me for advice, then of course. But I don't think I just unsolicited. Or, no, solicited. My apologies. Solicited. No, wait, yeah, unsolicited advice on or not even it's not even unsolicited advice it's just a tone of how people or certain kinds of people and it's not just one person I'm referring to it's a few people have done this to me and I'm thinking is this just a people thing is it just is it me like I again these are this is the whole reason I made this podcast because I have been I'd have thoughts like this as to where you know you'll be like for example I'm I'm trying to think of something that could work along these lines without really getting to my personal 
issues because I just don't have the energy to talk about it. But let's just say, you know, um, childhood trauma. It's like some people will be, they'll be like, you know, you gotta da da da, da. and you know, like it, like they'll be like they'll talk to you as if you know, like they just know everything already. And I don't think there's a problem with that. Some people are just very confident and very secure in the beliefs they've discovered or they have and that's perfectly okay but it's like in my mind and I don't know if it comes off this way to all the people I know in real life but I see everyone on my level if you're really over the age of 18 if you're not a child I see you on my level I don't think of like you know people like old people are on this level and millennials are here and then like people in their late 20s are here like we're all humans that's just how i see it regardless of your age wherever and it's just so annoying it what's what i think what's more annoying is how many people how many times people will tell me i'm smart or intelligent to stand the third and will still continue to talk to me like i'm a child it's like it's it's like one i didn't even ask for the the advice like i'm just trying to have a conversation about life topics and now you're trying to teach me about life like no bro let's just talk about it and discuss and then come to our own conclusion separately like we don't you don't have to be teaching me things but it's too you just told me how smart i was so if i'm if i'm really that smart to you why are you continuing to tell me things like i love to learn and i love to hear what people have to say but I usually like to hear it when I ask for it. If I didn't ask for it, there's probably a reason I didn't ask for it. And it also goes into, I go to, I don't, I don't think it's really specific, but I go to certain people for advice. I don't just go to anyone for advice. And this just comes from, and I think, and I, and I've, and I was thinking about this, and I think it ties back into growing up with the internet. I think growing up with the internet, you're just aware of how much false information, or just me, honestly me, I can't really speak for my whole generation, but just me, I'm just aware of how much false information, how, you know, the difference between going to a .com and a .org website, and you know, like, oh, is this website sponsored, so maybe you don't really, like, you just keep that in the back of your head, so when I go to people for advice, I'm very specific as to who I go to, so it's like, when I'm just trying to talk to you about, like, Like, like active listening, like, you know, how people should be actively listening, engaging conversations. You shouldn't turn it around and be like, well, Nixon, like, like, why do we like, why do you have to do that, bro? You know who you are. Multiple people. Why? Why do that? Just like, let's just be on the same level and talk about. And if I ask you for advice, of course, you know, go whatever tone you want. But yeah, I'm just really tired of that. And I think. I think, and I think, again, when these things happen again, I think I'm just going to remove myself from the conversation and, you know, just, you know, I'm just starting to care less and less about how people view me. And, you know, sometimes I think about the things that happen in my life and I am a Christian. I believe in God. So I think, you know, like, what is God trying to teach me? What is God trying to, trying to do with this? But I also have to remember that, again, not everything in my life is happening to me but again that's just me trying to be positive it's like maybe i should just take a break from the positivity and just live in reality and that's and that leads me into the next um thing i wanted to talk about which is my nihilism i was going i think i was going to make a whole episode about that but i'm also like from this episode i'm kind of thinking about how i want to structure the podcast anywho i am a nihilist 
I, I, I think I became, I think I really became a nihilist like a year, maybe 10 months ago, but really started calling myself a nihilist like a few months ago, maybe two or three. And, and you know, I wouldn't say I'm just a true full blown nihilist. I don't believe that like there's no meaning and that we should just do whatever the fuck we want. I, I would consider myself a moral nihilist. I watched the video. I think it was a wisecrack video on YouTube. I'm not sure, but it was talking about moral nihilism and then a different kind of nihilism. And it was basically comparing Bojack Horseman and Rick and Morty. From watching that video, I just decided I was a moral nihilist. Like, I don't, I, I, I believe like we should act at least a certain way in spite of most things not having meaning. But I think what nihilism means to me, it just means being realistic about the world we live in. I don't think I genuinely would have called myself a nihilist if the pandemic didn't happen. And again, my nihilism didn't start there. Actually, lockdown was a pretty alright time for me. I think it set me in the right path of appreciating myself and seeing myself as an individual and seeing... um, the uniqueness in myself but I feel that there's just so much terrible things happening and things are getting progressively worse and the majority of the human race wants to just keep just yeah be positive be positive like manifest da, da, da. and I get it it's good to put out energy you want back but we gotta keep it real and I think that's just one of my core principles of life i'm not gonna say that i'm honest all the time because that's a lie i do lie pretty much every day um and i and i don't have anyone to blame it's like these situations i put myself in i'm making the decision to do certain things and lie these certain times it's just but in, in my personal life like in in my life at least how i see myself i just try to keep it as honest is possible i think it's just really important because okay lie lie to your friends lie to your family okay i get that maybe you're in a situation where you just you feel or you know that you genuinely don't have a well you always have a choice let me just say that because i'm really not going to try to appeal to the public you always have a choice to do something even if it's a hard decision even if it puts you in a very compromised dangerous situation the truth hurts but you always have a choice and so i feel that at least with yourself, at least when you're in your room alone, in your bedroom, wherever you are, when you're just by yourself, keep it real with yourself. Cause, and again, I'm I'm doing it right now. But okay, but disclaimer: I will be doing this a lot in the podcast, just trying to preach. So at least I'm letting you know, even though I know that it can seem annoying. But just know that we're also just talking right now, and I'm, you just yeah, but. Yeah, I I just, you know, I'll speak like this. I think it's just important people keep it real with themselves. I think when you start to believe your lies, it just, things get a little warped. And, and yeah, and I think honestly, okay, so let me keep it a buck with myself right in this moment. I'm just... I feel that no one genuinely sees me in my life. 
and obviously that's not really true i have my friend brooke i've been reconnecting with my cousin ian and and them two they really you know are putting in effort into our relationship and i appreciate that but also we live in the we live in a time where you know us communicating is through text messages and 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 dms and and that's fine but I think my brain doesn't really register that. My body doesn't really take that in as to now I just feel like I'm lonely, even though, you know, if I really needed to, I really could call Brooke. And I even tried calling Ian. Um, I don't know. Shout out to Ian. I don't know if you're listening to this, but he didn't pick up. But it's also like, you know, I also tried to call a bunch of other people before I called him and they didn't pick up either. But, you know, it's like my brain automatically sees that as, you know, oh, they don't care about you, you're not priority, they probably just are busy or doing something, you know, like, it doesn't, not everything's about me, like, I've also been trying to keep in mind, because I see myself as a priority, I see myself as the main character in life, period, so I try to just keep in mind that I'm not everyone else's main character, and that shouldn't be my goal, as long as I'm my main character, that's the most important thing, and so, you know, I just gotta, keep in mind and just remind my body this this shell that it's not a personal thing it's just you know but also there's some people who stay not taking my calls and i and i peep that um but yeah just having days like this it just makes me just want to go back where i was a few months ago because it yeah like i was literally just you know waking up eating watching svu or three's company like a very long show doing that you know maybe going on a drive and going home and of course i can't do that i still have to go to work i still want to work on my music but i don't mind just going to a place of being alone again because honestly at least i can keep my peace at least i'm not constantly having mood swings from how people are acting and again they're not it's not their fault it's not their responsibility of my mood swings me being annoyed by certain things they say but it's like i can just remove myself from the situation i and i and i also just want to again because i don't want to be this preachy type of person i am just a 19 year old person trying to cope in hating the world being a nihilist and just preferring to have been aborted that's who i that's the person i am so just take whatever i say keep that in mind you know, take whatever you want, leave whatever you want. You know, this is what this podcast is all about. But I think that, yeah, I just, I don't mind being lonely. I prefer not to be lonely. I, again, I thought I was an extrovert, but I think I'm an ambivert because I do love hanging out with people. But, and I, I think I already said this. I might have already said this, but when I was at the show I went to, in New Brunswick, I just had to take a moment to be by myself, and again, that was my first time being, like, around a lot of people like that, so just recognizing that I had to take, like, probably 20, 30 minutes just to be myself and just process everything, I'm like, oh, I don't think I'm extroverted, I think I'm ambivert, like, I feel like there are times where I I want, I, I need to be with people, and there's times I need to be alone, so I think it's just, you know, being in antisocial ambivert i was also gonna name an episode that but again just how this is going i think i'm gonna structure the podcast a lot differently and and yeah i mean 
I feel the biggest thing that's helping me cope is just really trying to maintain the healthy relationships I have. Again, they're very new, but the again, just trying to take that time to nourish them and grow them and good things will happen in time. So I'm just trying to keep that in mind, like how I am like this, it's not going to be forever. Like a year ago where I was at, it felt like it was going to be like that forever. A year, like look at me now, things change. So I just have to keep that in mind. But yeah, music has been the biggest coping mechanism and the healthiest. And right now I just keep listening to On Track by Tame Impala and and I remember when I first heard that track, I don't think I listened to the slow rush in full. I think I listened to, you know, like, Breathe Deeper, Lost in Yesterday. I heard the hits. But on track, I just remembered loving that song. And then when I actually listened to the album in full and, like, became obsessed with it, I really appreciated the song. And I went back and started listening to, you know, Inner Speaker, Lonerism, I Love Lonerism. Of course, I heard Currents. And just going back and reading... Kevin's lyrics and just I I feel that he is just the only way I know how to describe it the way that Tyler the creator describes how he views and feels about Pharrell is how I feel I feel about Kevin Parker you know, and I and I can say, I, you know, I want to say Tame and Paul, but it's really Kevin Parker, just in terms of his musicality, producing, talent, lyrics, just you know the whole, the whole concept of lonerism and just the slow rush and the things that makes me feel uh, because I'm not only reading the lyrics, it's the feeling, and that's what he talks about a lot. I think, and I don't know if this was a quote by him or someone just paraphrasing what he said, but he said that. Something along the lines of loving psychedelic rock because of the feeling, the feeling it brings him. And I think that's really important because beforehand I really wasn't focusing much on how music would make people feel. I I was more so thinking about how it would make people think. And, you know, rap was, you know, the genre that got me into listening to good music and then I ventured out into other genres. And again, rap is all about lyrics. You know, good beats too, but it's mostly about lyrics. And so I just was focusing on that. But again, just, you know, me discovering Tame Impala and even going back and listening to the Tame Impala EP and seeing where he started and where he's at now. It's like, I can do it too. It's very inspirational. And, you know, I figure if I'm going to stick around here, I might as well do something worthwhile. And so I have... And I have that to hold on to, but it's also like I gen I. It's not that I genuinely don't care. It's like I I, I don't care. You know, it it doesn't bother me if it just doesn't bother me if I. Let me not say things I might regret in the future because I think that speaking things into the world is powerful. I'm very particular. Not let me not lie, I'm not very particular, but I'm trying to keep in mind of how important or how powerful my voice is, or anyone's voice is, not mine specifically, but just speaking things into existence. Yeah, I mean, you know, we made it this far. Um, 
I think these episodes are going to be an hour long and the next one will be, but my computer is going to die and I don't want this to just cut off randomly. So yeah, um, you know, this is, this is the show. Oh, 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 can I, can it, can it? See, you know, I already said I wasn't, I, I was trying to play a sound effect. I was trying to play the clapping. It, it didn't work in my, out in my, in my favor. That was just a sign to just not mess with the sound effects today. Um, but no, that's, that's the first episode of Gen Z's Intellectual Haven. Um, yeah, this, I, I liked this. This was not what I thought the first episode would be, but I'm, I'm kind of glad this is where we're starting. I hope to, you know, at least build, I just hope to at least enough people watch where people can respond and I can hear what people think about certain topics. Because I don't just want to be talking, I just want to hear what other people, I'd also like to hear feedback on what other people think about, you know, you know, know, cutting off family members and and nihilism and America and and I'd like to hear other people's perspectives as well. I think it really opens your mind up and enlightens you. And so, yeah. You know, if you listen this far, I genuinely appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed this. I hope this gave you something to think about. I hope it was comforting. I hope it was just something positive. And if it was something negative, let me know. I also would like to hear negative feedback as well. Constructive criticism can be a friend, you know? So, yeah, that's the show. That's the first episode. My name is Nixon Loves. And good morning, good evening, good night.